Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Alini Sport Podcast. And once again, it's David here to take you through the journey. And I'll be doing this alone. I'm here with my Oga Ali himself. Ali, how are you doing today? Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, it's a beautiful Sunday, and um, we are happy to record again. Yeah, like Ali said, we're happy. It was a very, very productive week for all sports. There were a lot of things that went down throughout the week, and I'm proud to tell you that OU were victorious in almost all grounds except one. But we can make do with one defeat, at least, isn't it? Uh, uh, it was it was it was a packed weekend for all sports and um, okay not all sports majority of about three sports then uh, the cricket team did not really get what they desired what they desired but um, I mean we learn every day we keep growing it's a friendly contest so it's normal all right so before we go into the lowdown for today's show we need to give a big shout out to the officer director of sports of the students union he has fulfilled on his promise to. Um, back almost every sport on campus yeah, it's not just football spots. and inclusivity for <laughs> for every sport and yes he's, he's really making sure of that so the lowdown of today's show we're going to be talking about the giantesses game against the um olabison obanjo university we're going to be talking about the cricket game that happened between um OU cricket and the cricketers of the state of Oshon. so it's a very very interesting encounter actually it went it, it, it took two days it spanned over two days and it was it was a very interesting game and also let's not forget there was a badminton game between the badminton players of the Olo university and that of the olabison obanjo university where we showed where we actually great affair and also mm-hmm. during the week there was an isl game too between the OEU Giants and the um, Classic Royals. So there is a lot to actually talk about there. Let's also not forget. Tabletop in Giants, please. Table yeah, Tabletop Giants. Giants. Thank Because when they were doing badly, we, we bashed them on this show. Now we have to praise them. And yeah, let's not, for, let's not also forget, we are also preparing for the visit of the Joseph Ibabalala University for a variety of sports. They are going to come to play basketball, football, male and female. Are coming to play table tennis yes, and athletics. athletics. So there is a lot to watch out for. About six spots. Yeah, six spots. And all these happened on Saturday. All these are going to be happening on Saturday. So, you guys, just stay with us as we take you right through it. All right, welcome back, guys. Welcome back, guys. So first, Ali, we are going to be talking about the um, the OU cricket team. Yeah, it was a game that spanned over two days. They played different events. There was the Test series, there was ODI, and then there was Six Aside, if I am correct. Yes, um, it was an invitational tournament. So three schools as opposed to or three teams as opposed to participate. The Ocean State team, uh, the OAU cricket team, and then the Uni Lorry cricket team. But sadly, Lauren could not make it, but the Ocean State team came and it was, uh, it was an enjoyable event. Most of those who stood in the stands did not really understand the game. They just saw a group of guys running. <laughs> and then, you know, you'd always ask them, asking from time to time, did we win? Is that, is that, they don't even know how to read this course. <laughs> Actually, I was, I, was, <laughs> I was there on Friday too, on Thursday. And then, was, was Friday and Saturday. I yeah, Friday and Saturday, Saturday for the finals. Yeah, I was there on Friday too, and for the better part of the time I was there, I didn't really understand what was going on. There was there had to be someone that was taking us through it and was saying, "Oh, when they make this run, this, this, this is that and that's that." But I think it is very good for it's very good for the awareness. Honestly, it's very good for the awareness, and I think me being there on Friday, I now understand 
how cricket works and i now understand how scores are being counted i think it was a very good experience for me and i think it was a very good experience also for the cricketers since they've not really played any game since nuga isn't it yes at nuga they didn't have the best of shows but uh, games like this could help you know revive revive the um the mood in the camp and then help those boys to get in shape ahead of future competitions uh it's really good. You can't really compare what you do week in, week out in training, if they train that often, uh, to what you do in maybe invitational tournaments, yeah. competitions, and all of that. The mood is always different, friendly games, and I think it will provide the needed test. They can see where the loopholes in the team or in the plays, and they can fix up. And the team, I think it was it was really great that they had that tournament, really. Shout uh, out to the coaches, uh, the captains as well. And let's not also forget that it was a game against a state team. And they were, they were fantastic, actually, over the two days. They were fantastic over the two days. And also, I, I, I got to know about one of the scores, and they said they lost by just a run. Losing by just a run against a state team is not, is not, is not an easy achievement, honestly. State team or not, the, the, all the events they played, the, uh, the team get, came very close to winning. I think um, from, the, from the ODI, for example, uh, I think it was, it, was about, it was about the team had the control of the game because I think in the first innings, the, uh, the team batted instead of bowling. So I think the Ocean State team uh, don't, uh, the Australia team were able to. Uh, no, I think the whole U team who happened to bat the first time scored about 81 runs. And um, from what I understood from the analysis, I think um, most of those runs were donated by the Ocean State team. So, meaning the actual batting was around 40 plus runs. Then, when it was time for the OE team to bat, we also started to donate runs for them. So, they were just like these little lapses. And then at the end of the day, they ended up scoring the three runs and winning the. Um, the event, so it was state team or not. I think the team they had the game in control. It just slipped from them at at uh, maybe at key moments in the game, and uh, I think it happened throughout the six aside and the T20 as well. well I mean, hopefully, hopefully they would, would have learned from that game, and then they can take the lessons going forward, which is what we all want, and we all hope they would, they would, they would make us proud in in future tournaments. Yeah, it can only, it can only get better. Um, Usman and um, the likes. Uh, they, they really put in, I can see with the boys, they really put in, they put in a lot of effort and um, I mean, it just, it just, it just, it just slipped out of their grabs and um, uh, I spoke to Coach Akimbiola and he was, he was first livid with the fact that these boys could not win those games, the fact that they had it, they had it within sight, but uh, he said they can take the positives and they can always work on that. The chairperson was also around for the games. Yeah. So she, she was at the match venue. Yeah, and, and let's not forget that Coach Akimbella also complains that the boys made the same mistakes they made during the Nuga competition. But hopefully they have learned from it now, moving forward. Since they now have, they now have a template to work on. They've made mistakes twice. They said one beating twice shy, but these boys were beaten twice. Hopefully they will be three, three times shy. <laughs> they, 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 they lost three straight events. Ah yeah, that's very bad, so, but. Well, this part that, of the learning curve. That's spot for you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. that's part, part of the learning curve. So, next, we'll be talking about the ISL game, the OA Giants. They played the game against Classic Warehouse on Friday. That was their game six. And in the East Coast Sports League, they are going to the East Coast Sports League. East Coast Sports League. <laughs> the, the game, and they are going to East Coast Sports League. They won that game. Three goals to two. It was... <laughs> I love it. 
Just say ISL. <laughs> if you are going East Coast Sports League, I'm a very stubborn person. They, lost, they won the game three goes to two. It was a very interesting ex- encounter. I was there. They were away to Classic Royals. It was a very, very interesting game, to be honest. And the way Giants really showed why they were Giants. They were classed the whole game. And then they considered first, in the first five minutes, they considered. And then they equalized. Like, two minutes after considering, they didn't even allow it to take time. They stamped their authority into the game early. They equalized. It was 1-1. Then they led 2-1. And then they went for half-time break. Second half, they came all guns blazing. Even though Classic Royale didn't allow them so much in the second half, Classic Royale began to stab themselves into the game. They began to get into the game. And then they lost a lot of chances, Classic Royale. They could have, could have scored three in the second half, even before Jan scored the third goal. But, well, it is the team that take their chances that win, isn't it? Yeah, I wasn't at the game. I um, was engaged somewhere, but... From the reports I got from the match, it was an enthralling encounter. And I watched him all with the brace that uh, I think he got a goal in the first leg as well. And the funny enough, the second leg is also a repeat of the first leg. Yeah, the victory, first leg also ended three, three, two, three, two, three, in favor of OE Giants. And that one, they had to come from behind twice. But this one, they only needed to come from behind once. And um, I watched him coming within seven minutes of Kalesi's opener. So that's um, Caleb. Caleb has like everything good. Happening for classic Royals, Royals this time around. He's happening through Kele. It's like betting. It's like bet England of uh, Tottenham. <laughs> uh, so Caleb is Caleb is really turning up good for them. But uh, sadly, it wasn't to be. And this team would have to finish. They would have to finish the matric, possibly bottom of the league again, with uh, five points if I'm right. And then um, Giants moved to twelve points. My own my own mark for that league is fifteen points. I've always said it. That any team who has 15 points, any team, oh, okay, I think Classic Royals has six points, so they will have to remain at six points, definitely finishing match with six bottom of the table, and then they can turn their sights to the next game. So, uh, Giants now move to 12 points within three points of my own safety margin. I think if you can make 15 points in this ISL league, you are already in contention for the title. It's a six-man league, and now it's even five. Now that PJT has yeah, pulled PGT out, so so I think Giants are—they uh, are very close. They just need to win their next game, and then there's just two more games left in the season. If you count, if you don't, if you count them, PJT's, uh, PJT's, uh, uh, what's it called now? The free three points that they will get from PJT's fixture. So if you count that, they are just like three points, three points away from the title. So they just need to win their next game or win one of the other two. And I'm sure that if they don't win that league, it's more than we mean. Because even right now, as we are talking, Marlins and um, Volta. Volta is already winning 1-0 as, uh, against Marlins. And Volta is away in that fixture. So as it is now, Marlins would, Marlins would have to drop. They've dropped three. They might have to drop points. I don't know, depending on the full-time score. So the league is already opening up. And all those teams are beating themselves. So if Wayo Giants can keep racking up the wins, they are going to win this league by maybe maybe even by five points. Well, well, they were the, they were the favorites to begin with, so they're just showing why they were the favorites, to be honest, for me. And yeah, let's not so let's not also forget that during that game, the captain of the Oe Giants, Toeba, once again was totally unplayable at the out of the midfield for the Oe Giants. It was fantastic during the game. Everything going forward for David Giants, he was there backing out, backing out instructions to the goalkeeper. Even the goalkeeper, the goalkeeper made a mistake. That means Classic Royale scored the second goal. And you should have, you have seen the Giants captain 
backing out at the goalkeeper. You should not have done that. That was a mistake. I think, and I think that is one of the um, attributes as to why, why um, Treba seems irreplaceable for the Giants because he's just so good and even his leadership skills is one thing that the Giants will always, 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 always have to have to have to use. And then also let us not also forget that we're this close to joining that game. You never have seen the chance Classic House lost at the at the last kick of the game. It was a dangerous cross, a dangerous cross which passed everyone. And then the striker, I don't I don't understand what was going through his mind, but all he needed to do was to jab that ball into the post. That was all he needed to do. The ball had gone past even the goalkeeper, Jimmy. And then he had to just miscue that and then that secured the win for the Giants. Well, congratulations to the Giants. And we, we hope they can win more games going forward and just get this ISL in the bag and begin to prepare for the HIFL. I mean, Palitis it, CV with those boys is looking very good. He's, he's having a very good chemistry with those boys. Well, update just coming in right now. Says Marlins has equalized from the penalty spots and um, OJ Grisman with the leveler there at the training pitch. So uh, it's 1 1 now. The table shapes up a bit. <laughs> Of what is so? They will shift up a bit, uh, but oh, you giants! They they did they did the net for yesterday. Was it yesterday or oh, Friday? Friday. So against uh, the giants, and uh, I don't know how they will play their next ISL fixture because if the Jabu game goes on, they might have to keep that as an outstanding game because I think their next fixture is on Saturday. I'm not sure yet. We'll confirm the date for that one later. So, but uh, oh, you giants! They they have the they have the wind in their sails right now and it is a very it is a very nice thing to do especially when you are at the second second half of the season with just about three or four games to go yeah so and uh, you know you have three three points from um three three points from pjt so all you just have to do all you just have to do is okay the next match is against jungle boys they'll be going away at uh, jungle boys for that one so if they can avoid defeats uh get maybe three points no, there's, there's not been funny enough. There's not been enough draws at the IFL. There's just been about two draws. Exactly. And is that win or lose? Jungle boys have been involved in both draws. Wow. So they've done about two draws. They, I think they drew against Volta, and I think they drew against uh, was it PJT or Marlins? I don't know now. But there's just been about two draws, and so it's either somebody wins or this person or this person beats you. So in, in a league like that, if you can manage to rack up wins, it's very possible that you can easily put daylight between yourself and. The chasing pack. So, like I said, I think Giants are just 15 points. They are just three points away from the 15 point margin that I said that you'll be able to win this league. So they just need to make sure that next week against Jungle Boys, they get the necessary three points, and then it's over to Volta, at home to Volta. They can just they can steal the league even before the Marlins game, which ends the season. Well, congratulations to the Giants, and hopefully they would carry on winning and continue to make us proud. In the ISL. Well, now we're going to be talking about the visit of the um, Olabisano Banjo University contingents, which included their female team and also their badminton team, male and female. And we'll talk about the badminton first. Well, the result of the badminton badminton competition, we can say that um, the badminton players at Rafael University did not show any mercy to the um, visiting guys from the. Um, Olabison Obanja University. So here are the results. For the male singles, for the first game, game one, OAU, the first set ended 21-1, second set ended 21-2, that is winning the game, two sets to love. The game two, OAU 21-7, 21-6, 
winning that game also two sets to nothing. Game three, OAU 21-1, 21-6. Those results are from the male singles. Can you see how these guys are <laughs> ruthless? I must say, very ruthless. And then for the female singles, there were two games. Game one ended 21-9, 21-8. Game two ended 21-16. That was very close. And 21-9, all in favor of the Afrimi Law University. And then the male doubles, the first game ended 21-5. In favor of the Obafemi Awolo University. The second game ended 21-7. And then for the female doubles, the first game ended 21-7. And then the second game ended 21-5. Meaning the players from the Obafemi Awolo University won nine games in total, leaving nothing for the um, Olabisi Onobanjo University guys. Ali, what do you have to say about, yeah. that, about I mean, those games? I mean, yeah, talk about knowing your own home better than the opponent. So they, they held their ground. And... Uh, um, I think um, from the from the game, uh, I think the OOU people they had issues with the OAU's eye service. Uh, OAU's team served very high. I mean, we have a very big indoor gym, so before you even get the roof is like two or three stairs upstairs, <laughs> so there's room for very high service, and then OOU team could not cope with that. I want to believe their own uh, training gym uh, does not have that much roof or uh, does not have that much space. Ali, should I say no shades or there are shades? So, no, 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 there are no shades. We are just analyzing the game, really. Okay. So they, they could not cope with the high service and the OU team just kept exploiting that from what I had. And uh, uh, also the director, Comrade Ajayi Samson, was, was quick to say that those students that he brought for the contingents that they came with, they, they brought them there just to make, make them gain experience, to, to make them have what it feels like to have a contest in another university. So they were just trying to encourage those girls, encourage those boys, encourage both teams or all their contingents that, oh, just let's go play this match, just have an exposure. And I think it was, it was necessary for every team that's been training to have that. I mean, it's a different ball game when you're training. It's another ball game when you're playing against another institution. So yeah, that's true. what it looks like playing against the fans, playing against you play on facility different from the one you train with. And if you know you very well, they have a decentralized learning sort of. They have campuses about three different campuses. Yeah. So I want to I want to believe that it's not always very easy to assemble people like that for training. But games like this can help bring exposure to the teams and help them build the experience that they need. So shout out to Comrade Jai Samson and all the OU contingents that came. It was wonderful. It was it was it was nice to have them around. Well well I must say that was a very good school of thoughts, allowing his players gain more experience when it comes to badminton, which is very, very good. It's it's a very, very nice way to prepare them for um upcoming competitions and it's also very good for the Bafimelo investor guys to boost their confidence also and know that they know their stuff, which is which is very, very nice. Yeah, on, on the same Saturday, we had um, the visit of the OU female team, the female football team now. That game ended three goals to nil in favor of the OAU Giantesses. And it was a very, very interesting game with two goals from the captain, Kesh. No, just one. One? Yeah, uh, one from Kesh, one from Sharon, one from Buki. Oh, yes, one from Kesh. One from Sharon, Malagu Sharon. That that Sharon's goal was a bit scrappy, which is why I thought that goal came from Kesh, because I was there. One from Sharon, one from Kesh, and then a goal from Bukola. The goal from Kesh, I think, has to be the pick of the bunch. A belter from outside the box, a, a screamer was was very very fantastic goal. But then 
I think the quality between the, between both sides, both sides shown showed in that game because the age and were just a class above above the girls from OU and I must say it was just a testament as to how much they've improved and how much they've learned from the two losses against the UI Amazons, I must say. And let's not also forget how well Kesh imposed herself on that game. For me, she was the player of the match for that game, which which I could not have said for the two games against the Amazons. Because two games against the Amazons, she was pretty much non-existent. But against these girls from OU, OU, sorry, she was amazing. I must say, Ali, what do you what do you have to say about, uh, about the game? Well, um, OU sadly they had travel issues when they were coming, but so the match did not start as scheduled, but. Uh, when they came, I can really point out that they had a fantastic squad. They had a very good team, and uh, I could, for me, the goalkeeper stood out, the OU team. And then um, the Jesse number 10, uh, Jiggy, also stood out. Jesse number 14, who came on later on, too, was another outstanding player. You can tell that these girls understand, they understand a thing or two about female football, uh, but I think they were a bit rusty. Uh, they didn't get Jiggy started up front. They didn't get the service she was desiring. Yeah, she, had she had to switch to center back. back. To center back. And uh, I think the captain, the I think she was number eight jersey. I'm not yeah. sure. But she the was captain, very fantastic. The captain also tried. She also tried in defense. Uh, for me, I think the difference was the technical, uh, the technical, technicality of both sides. And the director, when I spoke with him, he said that those girls they've not played together before. They've just been. They've just been, they've been playing football randomly at um, maybe at different um, places, and then, and I was trying to find out how that what what could have caused that, and then I think it's based on the decentralized education system that they probably practice there. I don't know, I might not be hundred percent correct, but uh, it's not very easy to gather. They said they even have hard times gathering the male team for matches, let alone the ladies. So, for me, these OAU girls, they train. They train week in, week out. They they play matches to just try and give them that exposure. And I think, from judging by the footer loss, uh, then adding the UI losses to the mix, and um, the Giants eventually winning their first game at the Mimbo since 2019. Wow. I think it was, so it was a long time coming, and they were technically better. Khadija was, Khadija was, she was massive. She and, herself. And let's not also forget the game was without choice. If she imposed herself on the team, and then, yeah, Choice, Choice had an ankle injury. She <laughs> just was, came in for a brief cameo. She's been, she's been nursing the injury, but the team doctor said she was fine to play, so she had to just have a few minutes, get a few minutes in the back. And uh, for me, like you rightly said, Cash goal was the best of the bunch, and um, uh, that goal quickly, the team leveraged on the fact that the OU girls did not react quickly. They did not react quickly enough. They considered the throw, and most of those throws were the ones they were the ones who gave them away, one foul throw to another. So they considered a lot of foul throws, and um, that that particular instance, Gloria just quickly took the ball and threw it behind behind the girls, and then uh, one thing led to another. Cash with a very massive, a very beautiful finish into the top corner. Screamer, not really, but a very fine finish for me. Well, and, uh, it's, it's even, the, even, even, me. even 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 the first goal that um, the Giants scored, uh, the uh, was it Cash now was just to be offside, but I think it already it already took a touch in the box from the OU defender, so the offside claim did not stand anymore and. 
Jenny was sad not to was uh, unfortunate not to have gotten a goal. She yeah, she she did the upright. She did the post early on and could see her hand on her head. Oh my god! I could hit my first match at the main bowl and oh, cause her first match. You know she played against you. I did return leg, so it was like oh my chance at scoring, gone begin. But I mean for the girls it was it was coming and uh, they were technically better. They they moved the ball very well. Uh, they. They came, they came very. It could have been seven, even in the first half. Could have been. Kesh could have had a hat trick in the first half, but she, one chance after another, just went begging. And well, the whole goal keeper too was also very good, very very good. I think Bolu also was her name. She was very very good and very amazing. In fact, look at the double save she made. Yeah, yeah that's an injury. Ay's shot then comfort coming in at the far post, trying to just ram the ball into the net and then she was there to make another impressive block. So it's a very fantastic squad from OU. It just wasn't their day. The the Giants had the they had the better they had the better day yesterday. Well anyways, kudos to the Giants and that game is very nice for them to prepare for the visit of the Joseph Ibabala University, which will be happening on Saturday. Yeah, that will just translate us into the visit of the Jabu contingent, the Jabu guys, they are coming to play six different sports. Basketball, football, male and female, athletics, table tennis, and I think that's it. So, yes, so, Joseph Ibabala, the chess guys. and Scrabble too. Oh. They, they are playing board games too. Yeah, and chess and Scrabble too. So, you guys should come out and support whatever sports you love on the Wafumelo University campus. On Saturday, 13th, yeah, Saturday 13th of May, that would be a very, very fantastic day because everywhere will be busy, everywhere will be bubbling, everywhere will be buzzing because with the day, the Jabu guys are in town and that day, the OE Giants are going to be playing against the male team from Jabu, the OE Giantesses will also be doing the same against the female team from Jabu, the OE basketball team will be playing against the basketball team from Jabu. The cricket team, sorry, that's a cricket now. Oh god, I now love cricket. <laughs> <laughs> the chess team, you having PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> the chess team, the scrabble team, athletics come out and watch for like again, for that flash, as I call him. The athletics team, everyone, yeah, this is just a rallying cry for everyone to come support whatever sport you love. Now, this is. A whole lot of sports, so just pick your pick your poison, as I would say. Just pick, just pick anyone and come out to support. And it's very very nice to have to have Jabu in town, to be honest. But Ali, what are you expecting from from the visit of Jabu? Well, I think uh, you know they were supposed to be uh, at the Prinuga in Ife, but they did not come. So um, I can confirm that they actually requested the match. They requested the games and. Um, during the negotiation, I think all inclusive sports, then the games expanded and all of that. But I can confirm that for a team to say, okay, we want to come and play you, they, they are no pushover. Exactly. So if anybody's saying because it's Jabu, uh, I think they might be in for the biggest surprise of their lives. So any team who underestimates this opposition might be in for the biggest surprise of their life. And uh, well, judging by um, the Prinuga or what. A thing or two that I know about a few of those of sports they are coming to play. I think the basketball team, the last time they played a major institution at their own courts, they had a victory for them. They beat the Futa, the Futa Eagles, or what was they called that time now? They beat 
foot at basketball team at the court and um, um, the uh, athletics they are in good shape they've been training steadily and uh, in fact they are looking for contests so I'm sure that they are ready for they are ready for the visiting Jabu contingent the Giants I mean they just won a match and they've been playing friendlies for yeah. they've had like two or three friendlies so you should be out of confidence right now I'm sure they are their confidence the confidence level in the team is high and the girls are very sharp so going into the games and let's not forget that these games come very close to the university examination so sports might have to it might have to be the game that wraps up sports events before the exams so the girls would it's more like a send-off game for most of those sports contingents and knowing himself his tenure will be coming to an end so it's been it's been it's been it's been a wonderful ride but all good things must come to an end so yeah, definitely uh the Jabu contingent they are welcome on Saturday and any again like I rightly said, any team who underestimates these people will be in for the biggest surprise of their lives. The table tennis, I'm sure Coach Remy and his boys and girls are going to be ready and Coach Kama uh, with um, OAU's um, chess team. I'm sure they are they are also ready for the contingent. So it will be an interesting thing to look out for. And as I'm looking at those games, it will probably take the whole day. So the contingents from Jabu are planning to arrive very early so that they can be well rested for the games and when the games actually flag off. I'm sure I'm sure it will be people will be caught between oh, should I go to table tennis? Oh no no no. <laughs> There's basketball going on currently. So um, it will be interesting to see the schedule, what the schedule looks like. Exactly. So that uh, we can start the games to schedule and um, be sure that we don't divide that support where we can we we can start maybe with basketball in the morning, then we are sure that oh we have Massive people at the basketball court supporting the basketball team. I mean, it's a Saturday, so chances that you have lectures are very slim. Yeah, exactly. The only problem you might have is a few people having tests because people are still in test week. So some people had their tests postponed, and we are getting very close to the exam. Those um, bookworms should be going into into uh, into book hiding or what they what they what they call that. Exactly, exam exam mode. Uh, exam mode will be activated very soon. So. But with as it may, it will be an interesting Saturday. And uh, I think I have all my schedule cleared for that day. I pray for no no surprises anyway. <laughs> well, anyways, I am personally looking forward to the basketball game because I think since Nuga, the basketball guys have not really had any bit of competition. Yeah, they, they just, did not even have a very good outing at Nuga. Exactly. So it was a just, very abysmal performance. They've just, been, they've just been training and training and training. So... Hopefully they would um, bring those training those trainings into into serious use come Saturday against Jabu. So yeah guys with that we we have come to the end of today's show. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. Ali, what are your passing words? Yeah, before we get to the passing word, I was going to say a thing about um how good Toiba has been for OE Giants and um, you know, I was just reflecting on his time as captain since March 6, 2019, when he was given the captain band. How good he has been. And funny enough, the, both the male and the female team both have their giant the captains as um, finalists, I think, and they will be leaving, I think, at the end of the session. So I think maybe one of these episodes will just take a time to just reflect on Toiba as OE Giant. It's been, a very, it's been a very wonderful ride with him since 2019. Uh, Sadly, he's not been able to win any tournament with the Giants. Speak, yeah. The best he's done is finished second. Where the ISL is looking like 
his first uh, successful, maybe the first successful assault to probably have at the title. But uh, nonetheless, you can't deny the fact that he's been an, he's been an excellent leader, uh, a wonderful captain, and um, maybe one of these days we get to talk about him. Not just not just talk about him on the days. Maybe even invite him. That's doing one better than just talking about him. Yeah. One of the days we might get to invite him. Shout on out the show. to Toiba and shout out to Captain Kesh. Yeah, on the giantess. So Ali, give us your parting words, please. Yeah, well, I'm still hungover from yesterday, so please <laughs> <laughs> do, do the honors instead. <laughs> Alright, guys, thank you for sticking with us. We love you. Thank you for listening to this pod podcast, and we hope to bring more exciting content your way. See shout you. out to our big producer. Shout out to our big sponsors. We love you guys. We appreciate what you guys are doing. All right, bye-bye. God bless. Same time next week. Catch you. Bye.